Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. Well, Kevin, I know you were there in attendance in Arlington, Texas, for the big college showdown. Not even asking you, did you like the way Arkansas played? You didn't like the way Arkansas played? What did you think about the new rules they implemented? And that is the 30-second <laughs> clock. I hate that one. And then I hate the other one where – you got two minutes and 30 seconds if you're going to make a change. I mean, is this supposed to be a track meet? So the the average, they did the average time length of games, and it was eight minutes. I think last year, the first weekend, it was three hours and three minutes. This year, it was 255. So eight minutes on average is wow, what they say. Wow, boy. Here, here, here's the problem I have is it changes the game. And, I, and I've talked about this with you. I've talked about it with Rick. If you change the essence of the game and how the game is played, that's when I have a problem with all the rule changes and everything. You can't hold runners now. It, it's a lot easier for a base runner to pick up on the cadence of a pitcher and still on. Look what TCU did Saturday night against Arkansas. They were running all over the place. Why? Because they had to get the ball, get it, and throw it. Okay, yeah, you can step off and pick, pick them off. You can do that, but... If you get to that 17, 18, 19 mark, there's a good chance it's going to be pitched. And we'll have to get look at the numbers and see between seconds 15 and 20 how many pitches were thrown versus thrown to a bag. But I, I would bet the percentage is high that it was going to the plate. You can get an extra split-second jump on a pitcher. That's going to set up a, a lot of runs like happened for TCU on Saturday. Means you better be ready, right? Yeah. Here's, here's, the, only, here's, yeah. here's the only thing. I, I know Dave Van Horn was critical of it. <clears throat> here's the only thing I'd say. The difference between college baseball and Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball's got five weeks for pitchers to figure this out. They've got That's spring right. training games. They've got practice. They've got all this. College baseball, it started with game one. There are no spring training games. Yeah. So that means the very first time you're on the mound, you, the rules are in effect. Uh, and I think that's what makes it hard. They will eventually adjust, and if there needs to be some tinkering with the rules and the clock and how long it is, they'll do that. But eventually they'll get used to it and be okay. But i got to tell you, Kevin, the years I did Razorback baseball, there were some four-hour games. Yeah. And, and, and I'm okay with being at the ballpark, or even if it's three and a half hours, but four-hour games are a long time. So if this speeds it up, so be it. That's right. And you look at some of the some of the things that happen. You know, Friday night, quick game, Texas three two ball game, old school yeah. pitchers duel, Hagen right. Smith and um, the Gordon kid were, were all, all all Americans on the mound. And then yeah. you know you get games where you're giving up eighteen runs a game. It's going to happen. You're going to have four hour games, and we all know that. But it, it's just the small things that you look at. And it was so weird seeing kids punched out with not even a pitch yeah. thrown, yeah. giving ball four. Weird. Yeah. Uh, so. You know, I get it in a situation if you're pitching around a guy and you get a 3-0 count with first base open, 
don't waste a pitch and, th- you know, hey, go and take first base, let the clock run out. I think that happened one time on Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. I just kind of looked at it, and it was it was just kind of weird to see. So, but other than that, uh, Arkansas, I mean, they're down to Grambling right now, 7-3. Seven 7-3. To just, just to yeah, Grambling just scored uh, oh. on a single to right field. Will McIntyre did not look like himself from like, from the end of last year. The velo was down, and the velo was down across the entire pitching staff from what I saw. Mm-hmm. Hagen Smith was the only one that, you know, he ran it up there in mid-90s but stayed in the low 90s. Gage Wood was the hardest-throwing right-hander. He was the hardest thrower out of the pin, and he was 92-94. So, yeah, it's early in the year. We'll see. Hunter Holland, he's going to be he's a good not a, one. We he's, talk- not a heavy, he's not a heavy thrower anyway, is he? He's no, kind he's of a, not. Uh, yeah, all-speed yeah. guy. Yeah, he'll, he'll drive the SEC crazy. Yeah, you know, and he threw he threw four pitches. His cutter is it's dirty. It, it can get in on right-handed hitters, and he can bat for you. But he had a slider and he had change, and he might have had a, he had a curveball worked in there too. So he, four or five pitches. Yeah, he's going to keep hitters guessing all day long. So, but if you're not a velo guy and you're not a guy that can command three pitches, you got to stay out of the middle of the plate. Will McIntyre didn't. TCU made him pay for it. Uh, Zach Morris today. Zach did a great job. Came in on Saturday, uh, gave the Hogs a chance, kept it sitting, you know, four, four, six, four for a while, and then just kind of blew up on him. So uh, he got touched up today. Uh, one inning, two innings, gave up three or four runs. They're going to have to figure this out pretty quick because uh, Auburn comes to Fayetteville in a few weeks, and then LSU right behind that. LSU, there was a, <laughs> a write up that they could possibly be underrated, and I, I don't believe in that. At number but, one. <laughs> yeah, at number one because because of the t- the different lineups that Jay Johnson could make out. You got some guys that are sitting the bench. And it's a good problem to have for him. But uh, yeah, they took care of business this weekend. And Skeens was named uh, NCBWA, a National Collegiate Baseball Writers Association uh, Player of the Week for striking out twelve. That would have been a good one to have at Arkansas. But he's at LSU. I digress. But the, the consistency. Jared Wagner was everything I thought he would be and more. I got to talk to him. Uh, throughout the weekend and was really excited because I thought we were going to have him on yesterday at 5:30. Then forgot it was President's Day. Yeah, so uh, Jared, will, yeah, Jared will be on with us next week. Great. Uh, you know the, fre- the freshman got to throw. Gage Wood came back, struck out the side against Oklahoma State. It was good to see him get out there after the pressure pack situation that he got in on Saturday and couldn't get out of it. Cody Adcock looked good. I really like him. And you just got to figure out some guys. It's got to be four or five that they can rely on uh, to, to call their name because right now you're going to have pitchers that are going max 75, maybe 80 pitches, and that's going to be about five innings right now. Uh, some may make it to the sixth, but if you're a contact pitcher, you can make it to that sixth inning. But they're going to have to get four or five deep right now. And then Brady Tigert, uh, I mean, what can you say? He looked like he's in midseason form. The fastball was not as good as – I thought it would be. I thought it would be a little higher on the gun, but hey, what can you say? <laughs> when you when you got guys baffled and swinging over the top of it by two feet, uh, you, you know he's in rare form. Let's and, speak with Steve. Steve, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hello, gentlemen. What's up, buddy? Uh, you know the Alabama situation. That's terrible because they said the girl would not speak to him and that's why they shot and killed her wow oh my gosh 
And she I said she wasn't interested. Uh, LSU football player yeah. uh, carries a firearm into a place he wasn't supposed to. In in New Orleans, yes, that's right. No, I no, mean, at, you know, at least I don't LSU. understand society now. It's like uh, I don't like you, so I'm gonna shoot you. Well, you know, Fitzhill is dealing with that in Little Rock. He is as active as a human being can be to try and do something to stop the violence. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, the LSU player, at least the LSU coach said, we're looking into it and gathering details. He didn't say, I don't have control over guys. Yeah. And, uh, Kevin, uh, I listened to the uh, Oklahoma State game Sunday. Yeah. And I tell you, I was surprised that Oklahoma State didn't play any better than what they did because there was three times that the pitch clock ran out and that was the ball, I believe. I'm not mistaken when the pitch clock runs out. Yeah, it it does. And, you know, that was their problem this weekend is consistency on the mound. They started a guy that was a 2018 grad transferred from Ohio State, uh, the root kid. He pitched against Arkansas an inning last year, third of an inning in the regional at Stillwater. So they got some guys out there. And then they brought in the 6'9 kid who kept Arkansas, the freshman. He's going to be really good at kept Arkansas, yeah. you know, you know, for a little bit. But that, it's a good lineup. Uh, Marcus Brown, their star shortstop, did get hit in the hand late in the game. So prayers are with him, hoping everything turns out all right there. Uh, but they're going to be okay. But TCU, they, they're really good. I think they've got a chance to win the conference and possibly be a top eight host. Uh, the one thing I do like under the new rules, I like the 10 run rule, uh, yeah. deal. Oh, yeah. 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 Because, That's good. But the one thing about baseball, who's ever at bat, you can't do anything about it if they don't, uh, bat it around three times. And the inning is an hour uh, old. I mean, that's one thing you can't do anything about. That's true. <laughs> but, uh, you know, this team's going to be okay. You know, it's early. But we got a big basketball game tonight. We've got to win this one. Well, they need to win this one. I don't know if they yeah. have to win it because nobody has to do anything. Anyway, they need guys, to win. I'll talk to you later. No, they Thanks, have to Steve. Win it no, it's a game. You know, have to. You know my feelings on unbelievable and scored the ball. And must win. I was talking. And must win games. I was talking to a friend who was saying, you know what? I hate my pet peeve is when they say somebody has to do something. Yeah, well, they, they got don't. to. You 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 want them to? You hope they do. They may need yeah. to, but they They're don't not have listening to. to us. If they, they were listening to. to me, I would say, you've got to win this game tonight. <laughs> no, they need to win this game tonight. They don't have the world's going to gonna end. What happens you, if they don't? You, hey, remember, you, you, ever, you put out all those scenarios last week of what has to happen, and now you're backtracking because maybe. you said last week, you've got to win. You must to, win to, the to home get games. To the, to get to so the now NCAA. you're backtracking. I to get to the NCAA, they need to win, but they don't have to. That's the consequence. Well, if they, if don't, they don't, no, if they don't, Look, if they Andy, don't want to win tonight, that's okay. They you know, don't have to play in the tournament. Do you know they had a form <laughs> of the game of basketball back when the Mayans were around? The Mayans, they played a form of basketball. You know what happened to the losers? 
They got executed. That's where you have to win. You have to win to keep from being executed. You don't have to win to live the next day. I don't think there were any lions, and there's going to be any lions there tonight. But they still got to win the game. All right, we got to take a break. I got to, I got to get my blood pressure down. All right, Rick Schaefer. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. Well, Arkansas, by the way, is pecking away. It is now 7-5. to five. Runners at first and third. And uh, I see nobody out. So a chance at a really big inning. Um, Kevin, is this one becoming basically the premier showcase preseason tournament, this in Arlington? I mean, with the exception of Missouri, this was basically a well, okay, Texas. Uh, but this was basically, you know, one of your loaded fields that you'll find yeah. uh, all across college uh, baseball. Yeah, and TCU went 2-1 and one this weekend. They beat TCU on, on Sunday to prevent the Horn Frogs from going 3-0. and But, yeah, when you got Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Oklahoma State, you know, those are three top ten teams right there, uh, along with, you know, TCU is number 15. They're in the top ten right now. Texas is going to be okay. Um, they were ranked. They, they were ranked before the tournament. Yeah, Texas they were ranked. Yeah. They were ranked in half of the polls: nineteenth, twenty fourth, twenty fifth. But it's a young team. Uh, they had to replace every hitter in their lineup, so they're going to be okay. They, they've got some talent, obviously, and they just missed some opportunities against Arkansas. That could have been a win for them. Left some runners on base. Uh, if you can pitch the ball and throw strikes, uh, you got a good chance to win. That's obvious. Arkansas walked ten batters, eleven batters, and hit three more against TCU. 33 out of 59 hitters reached base. That That's un, unheard of, but that's the reason Arkansas lost the game. But it's, it is, Randy. You look at – and they want to do this every year. They, they bring the best of the best down there. You know, the Round Rock tournament down there, it's okay. Uh, it's just a different feel when you walk in Globe Life when you got 20,000 people. The Texas crowd was good, but that TCU game, there were 20,000 people there, and it was it was a great atmosphere. Um, and I was there when Dylan Leach had the walk off against Texas. And I want to tell you guys something that, that was a really neat moment. And I say neat because, you know, Dylan Leach, he gave his heart to the university of Arkansas. It didn't work out for him. So he moved to Missouri where he was starting, had a game, had a walk off hit while the hogs, while the hog fans were doing the hog call, he hits a double down the line and the place erupts. It was just something that you, how can you not be romantic about baseball line? So it was really neat, but I'll definitely be back next year. It's, it's a great event to go to. Uh, you get to park right across from the stadium, walk in and set anywhere you want to. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, Arkansas is scheduled there in 24 and there's no tournament in 25. And I think, but they're going to play in that stadium in 25. They've agreed to play yeah. in that stadium for the next three years. Let's talk with Susan. Susan, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Yes, Randy. I was there for the weekend, and I had a quick question for Kevin if he's still on. Yeah. Um, We were all there. My little sister lives down there, and we're avid fans, you know, 65 years old. We're all sitting there 
on the Oklahoma State game in about third inning, this really nice professional man sitting there with his little grandson about two seats down from our crew. And, you know, the little boy wants to learn the hog call and everything. He starts talking to us, and he is, was Cody Frank pitcher. I mean, his coach. And has dealt yeah. with Cody's family and brothers. And he, Cody had texted him in church. They live in McKinney now. He's retired. And had texted him in church and said he thought he was going to get an inning in that day. And I guess, did he get an inning in Friday night or Saturday, possibly? He threw I'm, Friday and know, Sunday. Yeah, he yeah. threw Friday and Sunday. And he, yes, and he was a never struck bounding. But I wanted to think this was so cool. He mentioned that he is, so, he goes, I don't know what you people do up there. These stands are unbelievable out here. But he <laughs> transferred from Nebraska, you know, no yep. negative remark there, but he absolutely loves Arkansas, loves it, loves the whole deal. He he um, is from that town in Oklahoma where Reba McIntyre is famous, but I can't think of it now. But you can tell this man was a class act. I, my dad coached Brooks Robinson. I had to get that into Rick from seventh grade through twelfth grade <laughs> at Little Rock Senior High. And uh, and so I had the coach and the feeling I've been a school counselor forever. I knew the man who won championships. You know, I looked at him and said, you were really good. I, he goes, I've been blessed. And I think he's won like 23 <laughs> Oklahoma State championships. You know, had players all over the pros. You know. But he was taking the time. He said, I'm really going to come over and watch Frank. But I thought Frank did well. He did two like out to left field and they were caught. But it was three up, three down. There wasn't a strikeout. But what's his story kind of? He was in the lineup pretty well. Yeah, he had a lot. Of, he had a lot of relief appearances for Nebraska last year. Started a few games. They were not happy when he left. They thought he was going to come back and be a key part of their pitching rotation. And he made another appearance today. He came in with the bases loaded, one out, and Grambling was about to blow this game open. And one pitch, four three double play. Next thing you know, Arkansas's got back in the game. Uh, so yeah, he's oh, going to be that. Yeah, he's going to be that guy that comes out of the bullpen that will get outs. He's not going to he's not going to light up the radar gun, but he's going to he's right. going to pitch the contact and get outs, and that's what you need in this well, game. I mean, the, at the end of the, of the inning, this this guy is sweating bullets. That you know we had gotten three up, three down, <laughs> and we were like, okay, but, oh, he was a great man. He he's pretty much you could tell a Sooner fan, but he just said, I'm so happy and then he got up to the confession family with his grandson and ran into Frank's mother so the whole thing <laughs> had been a great thing for him but he yeah. said you people why are y'all picking on that we can't send the OSU second baseman what was all that booing about earlier oh, yeah. so I was filming him on the World Series last year and it's funny what people don't know you know mm. stories but That's we right. had a great deal but I do have to agree with you the moment of the weekend was the hog call for Dylan Lee I mean, I was yep. kind of mad about it. I was like, he transferred, guys. Well, we called off for him. <laughs> but I <laughs> think he's playing mind. Texas. Yeah. Playing yes, Texas, and the then he went over there wild. and hugged every Razorback player. He went yep. over there and hugged every – I mean, it was really a moment of we need to all grow up about this transfer thing. I think, you know, I kind of thought. I agree. That's just – that's my little two cents. But I did want Rick to know my dad coached Brooks Robinson for years. So. <laughs> About what, Brad? About Brooks Robinson? Uh, my dad, dad coached him oh, from the yeah. 7th wow. grade through Goodness. the 12th. Amazing. 
That's a pretty big deal. Basically, had senior high in Little Rock Central and wrote to his book. He, he called our house when I was in the second grade, the 91 most favorite player in the world. Oh, Series. my gosh. Wow. And his first three chapters in his book are all about Daddy. Daddy said he was slow at Christmas. He couldn't believe, you know, when he was first going to make it big. But, you know, it, but thanks for taking my call, guys. Go home. Thank you, Susan. Right, Susan. Always good to hear from you. Well, yeah, we'll have to save this when, uh, and hopefully by the time Kevin we talk about it again, Caleb Callie will be making contact with the ball. Bless his heart. Yeah. He yep. had a tough, tough introduction as a Arkansas Razorback. All yep. right.